everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Impossible Until Possible podcast. Today, I have a good friend of mine and fellow student, um, Charlie. Hello. He has flown all the way up from down south, and I, <laughs> I don't envy him because it was very windy this morning, so I'm sure it was a bit of a bumpy ride. But um, Charlie and I are getting together today just to, you know, thrash out a few business ideas and um, just, you know, further our relationship. And I think that's one of the great things about coaching people is you do get to further relationships and build relationships with people that you may not have um, come across otherwise. So, but Charlie's journey has been one of great success and I want to share it with everybody and hopefully you can use it as a bit of inspiration as to what is possible in quite a short space of time. So um, first of all, Charlie, what, let's t- tell us a bit about what you do really, uh, what, what your business is right now. And um, uh, yeah, let's start there. Yeah, so I mean, I've got a short-term rental business, you know, service accommodation, um, all in the rent-to-rent and management. Um, that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah. Um, 2019 October would have been our first one we picked up, and now we've got 20 live. So, yeah. space of two and a bit years, we've done quite well. Yeah. And what was the? Um, why did you do it? I mean, I was a retail manager for Tesco's and it was just one of those mundane, horrible, high-stressed environments. <laughs> you put a lot in and not get a lot back. And it was just something that I wanted to change. And I didn't really know where I could go to get myself out because for me, it was like, okay, I can I can leave that environment, but then yeah. I might just go straight back into another one. So yeah. I had to try and find something different. And for me, it was like I knew that property was something that would that people got into but i had no idea what what you know what what they did how they got involved and and then i started discovering rent to rent started youtube and that stuff and started going to sort of some free seminars and yeah. things and and then i started to do the sensible thing was to get a mentor and to do it properly so that's where i started yeah yeah and how did you know property was going to be the game well i mean you know bricks and mortar isn't it it's mm. always been around it's always going to be around and that's where money is so it just it seems to be the sensible thing to understand it yeah you know, how you can kind of influence property to to make you know your life better so yeah yeah i think um fairly similar studies myself was um you know studying millionaires and billionaires they've all got a lot of property it seems to be you know so there's got to be something in it and then you start digging into it but um so how come you went down service accommodation route what got you into that because it's not for the faint-hearted <laughs> no i think that well number one if you get it right i think the cash flow is quite yeah. you know it's, uh, it's attractive um and i'm always someone who enjoys learning yeah new things and if People find it difficult. I kind of like the challenge that someone finds difficult and I can do it. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a challenge onto myself. But um, to be honest, I started learning about HMOs first. Um, and it wasn't until I sort of finished my first mentorship about HMOs, I was introduced to some other people around service accommodation. So that was the first time I've ever heard of it. Yeah. Um, back in 2019, sort of early summer. Um that's the first I was introduced to it. I only knew about renter and HMOs at that point. Never heard of it previously. I obviously knew about Airbnbs and things, but not to this greater depth or extent yeah. and how you can really turn it into a business. Um, but yeah, so I very, because I, was, I had a bit of a, um, a step up in the sense that because I kind of knew how rent to rent works with HMOs, 
as soon as I picked up my first one, it wasn't so hard to understand the mechanics behind it. Yeah. And then it was just, okay, now I've got to learn how that world works. Yeah. And I guess it's amazing how many people are actually in the short-term mental space when we live in this bubble and we assume everybody else knows what it is, but yeah. um, you know, you quite often say, what do you do for a business? How did someone in the gym? Oh, I do short-term rentals. What's that? Airbnb. I struggle to describe <laughs> it sometimes. Do you describe it Airbnb yeah. or do you describe it as just I think a Airbnb have tagged that, that, that brand name against it. But um, you know, it does, as you say, once you understand the depths of it, you know, it is quite a lucrative model. I mean, if you think about when you got into it, you're sort of late, 2019 you've pretty much had a bad winter then gone into covid so the fact you've done what you've done through that period is quite quite impressive really yeah well we i picked up my second one in december in the same year um covid still wasn't wasn't mm. really spoken yeah. about at that point i think maybe it'd been on the news something about it um and then it wasn't until you know january everyone was going oh shit yeah what's coming around the corner yeah um but yeah obviously march we went to lockdown or end of february whenever it was um and i didn't really knew where i was going with it i was still full-time in 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 retail and you know still had me kids at home and everything but i was trying to kick this new little side venture going off as well and didn't know which way to take it i was fortunate enough that in one of my two properties i managed to land a contractor Mm. who's decommissioning all of the um flyby airlines when it's it's obviously went south in exeter um so we had them in for pretty much the entire duration of the first lockdown into the summer and then the second one um was a one bed in exeter city center and um that's how i really started to learn and understand the contractor market because that was the only market that was available to us and i had to graft to get that yeah. market to come to me so yeah i learned a lot from that one yeah i think i think covid taught us a lot about marketing our businesses because mm. it wasn't just as easy as banging them on airbnb no. like it was beforehand and it's not now i think it has changed changed the scope of things just going back to before the business do you feel like you've always had that sort of entrepreneurial spirit in you even as yeah. a young age or is it just something that's come i think so but i just don't think the opportunity ever come around where i was confident enough in myself to just go out and learn it and then just put everything on the line to go mm-hmm. and learn it you know and go and do it really mm-hmm. um you know i think some for me myself, I, I definitely got caught in that little spiral of it's much easier to just go to work, let someone pay it for me, and then you know you can the still live a really nice, well, yeah. Mm. Um, but to actually do that plus find time to maybe go into this new line of work, mm. you know, it's a lot to learn and daunting to the prospect of okay, well, when when is this now a point where I can leave what I'm doing and carry on? Yeah, yeah. I remember the day. I think I've still got the photo on my phone when you sent us the uh, the letter going into the, the letter, the yeah. boss letter which was uh, you know, always a pleasing moment for for myself when you see someone come through and and use, I guess, your skill sets to further themselves. What what was your change around? Because I had my moment where I went from not really believing in education or investing in yourself to like massively believing in it. Now, what was the what was the change for you? Do you think? Um, I think the change for me was. I couldn't, I couldn't accept the fact that this was what my life was going to be for the next 40, 50 years. Yeah. I just couldn't get around my, that in my head. You know, I've watched other people's families and their parents and where they are in their retirements. And I was just like, I, I can't, you know, even when I w- did work for Tesco and I was out delivering and you kind of deliver the shopping to these old, 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 older people who are retired, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have a life. You know, they're yeah. still living in, 
sort of council estates and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like I can't bring myself to be in that situation or even fathom it. So it's just like, okay, now I need to learn something. I need to make a change. I need to make that adjustment. Yeah. What is it about digging into education? Because I think obviously a lot of people say you could just work harder. Yeah. Uh, was there a was there a trigger point that sort of thought, you know, the more I learn, the, the better I'm going to get? I think another part of that scenario is um, I don't do very well with the sort of political hierarchy. Mm. Um, I think I sort of rebel naturally against it. Um, and whether that's a good or a bad thing, I don't know. Mm. I think that's just kind of in my genetics because my dad's much the same and, you know, so on. But um, so I, I kind of struggled within the management structure I never really slotted in properly, yeah. um, but still busted me gut, you mm. know, to do, try and do a good job. And, you know, that's kind of where I was like, this is enough. I can't do it anymore. And I had to learn something new. Yeah. I think, um, well, we're talking about personality tests before, weren't you? I think yeah. if you ran those tests, it would probably tell you whether you were designed to, to be led or whether, you know, you are a leader yourself. And I think I've can... always enjoyed being a part of a team. Mm. And I, but I've also enjoyed being that person who, knows um exactly what's going on at all times as well so it's kind of like i can be that leader person but i also like working with people yeah um but yeah I, I don't like being led as well so it's kind of this is a perfect scenario where you can create your own business mm-hmm. be your own boss and then create an environment which you know is going to work and you can enjoy yourself yeah yeah for sure and i know recently you've obviously been on a bit of a health and fitness journey as well is that what was the trigger for that why why did that start Actually, you were the trigger for that. <laughs> um, you know, blow smoke at your ass. But um, essentially, something you said to me, I think you were you were knee deep in starting your um, new acquisitions in Dubai. Mm. And you said to me something like, um, you know, your physical health had to be on peak because you just had so many plates spinning yeah. all at once. You couldn't let your health sort of be the result of one of those plates toppling down. So mm. it's just like... You know, I, I'm, my business is growing very quickly. I'm going to very find myself very quickly finding myself with a few plates. Yeah. I don't want to be in that position either. So that's kind of like the trigger for me. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it is. I mean, you, you get, I just feel like your brain's foggy when you're eating crap and you're mm. not training and, you know, you, you're sleeping more and, mm. you know, and, and I don't think I've, ever, I've always been quite active, but I think the nutrition side for me is definitely being one of the biggest things. Yeah. Um, and sort of just clearing the mind and obviously kicking the alcohol as well. Um, well into that now, probably seven months or so now into that. So that really does help. But um, I am a massive fan of, you know, as you know, mm. of, um, of getting fit. And obviously you've, you've, you've trimmed down quite a bit since uh, yeah. probably the last time I saw you, but uh, certainly, you know, I think... Um, okay, look, another example of that is recently I've gone through two sort of stages where I started sort of this really going headfirst into eating properly and um, having a nutritionist advise me yeah. and sort of over- oversee what I do and giving me like a, a plan and stuff. Um, and then we kind of took a break into Christmas and all I did was just go straight back into my old habits, just ate whatever I wanted as much as I could and mm. just drank what I wanted. And no period of that time, sort of 10 day period, I felt good about myself. Yeah. And then recently I've actually uh, just finished a calorie break. So my calories increased by 600 a day, but I still kept it really clean, really nice. Yeah. And my energy levels just went through the roof. Like I could lift 
20 to 30 percent extra weight in the gym my sleep was improving mm. i could have more sort of focus and attention throughout the day i still had patience for my kids at the end of the day <laughs> you know it, yeah. it just massively improved so and have you seen a direct i know the answer this would be correlation to your business results definitely yeah yeah definitely um an example of that is um during we just come through this obviously the previous summer which is probably one of the biggest in SA yeah. history I think yeah it was so busy for us at the time we were operating somewhere between um nine or ten units we come sort of the last sort of month into the summer and I thought I can't do this anymore on my own I hired somebody um from that point in the summer we we would say we were about nine ten units and we're now live 20 so mm-hmm. and that's kind of the typical the pivotal point of when I started looking after what I was eating to essentially double my business. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's, it's just on energy more, more the point, you, but you don't, you don't feel exhausted by the work, but you, no. do, you do more, don't you? You know, I think I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really enjoyed the process. Well, I think what we do is not work, is it? Let's be honest. No, <laughs> we do enjoy it. You know, you can, you can run it from a mobile and if you've got it systemized then then it's pretty good. I know I saw some wise ass comment on one of my, um, sponsored adverts something about i don't know what hard work is and you know um if only they knew like all the 4 30 a.m starts and everything else that goes behind the scenes um to get it to where it is and i think that's one thing that you know i think probably worth touching on for the listeners is service accommodation isn't a passive business you know like anyone sort no. of claims to be and i think um it, it is hard work but as you said earlier the cash flow is great and the rewards is very attractive if you get it right yeah um so many people get it wrong unfortunately and um i do think that comes down to lack of knowledge because it really isn't that difficult when you're doing mm. how to piece it together mm. um, i'd like to um share if i could um a little bit of hopefully a bit of inspiration for others out there mm. um i imagine a lot of people be in the same position as i was when i first started i actually couldn't afford my a my first mentorship and b my first unit mm. so i found an investor um you know i uh found this investor spoken through what my aims my targets my goals were um got them on board worked out an agreement and this person basically helped me finance that first part of my journey yeah and that you know from that point helped me you know flip and grow yeah yeah yeah. i think well it's funny you should say that because last night's call with the mentees was you know the the opening part of it um i did a bit of mindset work and it was all um changing your language from I can't afford this to how can I afford this? Yeah. And that's exactly what you've done there. You've yeah. not sort of thought, oh, I haven't got the money to do this and get started. You've thought, right, how can I do this? Yeah. And obviously probably agreed a payment plan or whatever you've done to, um, but it's interesting that um, not only have you gone and used that money to set yourself up, but mm. really what you have used that money for is to invest in yourself, to give you the skill sets yeah. to move forward. And I quite often get, questions all the time on Instagram, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to get started in property. What's the first thing I should buy? And I always say to them, the first thing you should invest in is yourself. Yeah. You know, go and invest in yourself before investing in any bricks and mortar because you, one way or another you're going to pay for it. Yeah. You know, if you go invest in it and you've got no idea what you're doing, you're going to make a lot of expensive mistakes. Yeah. Um, you know, I like, think like where, where the short-term rental market has changed so much since I've been in it as well, I've seen that there's a huge change way the way that like Airbnb, for example, used to sort of operate yeah. and support hosts in the yeah, way they yeah. did back then and the way they support them support now, <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> you know, they've made a lot of adjustments. And I think if you didn't 
go a go through that adjustment or didn't learn it from somebody who had been through that adjustment then i think you'd really struggle yeah yeah i think i mean i'm a massive fan of you know investing myself in mentorships and stuff now constantly trying you know i, I remember I had, a, I had a four month gap last year and it felt uncomfortable not mm. having that sort of support unit and yeah. um, and i think it's not just mentors i think you you know as you grow your app experts around yourself you know your tax specialists your accountants um there's there's also your your, your body transformation coaches nutritionists yeah. you know i think if you look at anybody that's successful they have a team you know you think of all oh, the athletes competing in the winter olympics right now they have yeah. teams around them you know yeah. and there's a reason why they're the best at what they do because they put the hard work in but they're putting it in, in the right areas as mm. well which is a huge difference so i remember our one of our first few conversations we had with each other um when i sort of introduced myself to you because i knew you were doing the sort of essay mentorship mm. and i wanted to find out more about you was that you were like you know what are you looking for why are you giving me a call and i said well i kind of know well, kind of know your sort of success what yeah. you've had um, I know for me to grow, I need to be around people that are just way beyond me because that's yeah. the only way I'm going to grow. Yeah. Um, and I knew that about myself because I used to play a lot of badminton when I was a teenager. And I remember turning up to a club where there was these, you know, um, county level people playing in this little club in my hometown. Um, and I just was stunned by how good they were. Yeah. Um, it didn't take me long playing with those guys to get up to that standard. And that's kind of what I'm trying to put into yeah. the business as well. Yeah. And I, I think the old, I think the saying is if you're in the, if you're the most experienced in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. And um, I think that's something that you should always look for with however guidance you're looking to get that. So, so what's on the horizon for 2022? What's, what's the goals? So 2022, there's a couple of things going. Um, of course, you know, first and foremost, I want to just keep expanding the SA side of the business I'm hoping to you know expand to 35 plus by the end of the year you know that's Mm. that'll be you know round double yeah from where we started this year um that's just the SA side um my partner who's also work works with the SA business as well she um is doing qualification in interior design so she's now designing um like a bolt-on service to our yeah. SA side, a bit of maybe like an interior design type thing rather yeah. than a furnishing thing. Yeah. Um, so that we're trying to get that off together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, really that's where I really want to focus. And then hopefully next year um, I can then use that business to sort of be able to run itself, step out a little bit more, and then maybe move into acquisitions and purchases. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think the um, interior, interior design elements, it's definitely more of a hot topic now than it was prior to COVID. Yeah. I think prior to COVID, you could literally just stick any old furniture in and, and it worked. But now it is very much, you know, you've got to be up there with, with the sort of luxury side of things. Yeah, it's funny because we've just we've just done one recently um, together, that, which she designed majority of, and it, it just looked absolutely incredible. And then on the back of setting that up, we went into our very first property and it was just very Magnolia, <laughs> you know, just white walls everywhere, you know, a gray sofa, yeah. some color pillows. And it worked really well. It ran really well as, a, as a, an essay, but it's like the standard where we've come from to, there was that contrast. And yeah. Either way, again, if you learn, don't you, you learn what works or, you know, it might not be that it actually generates any more money. It just, it will generate more money over time. But, you know, it just, you just get better at what you do. And every single unit that you set up, even now, you know, yeah. out of the hundreds we've set up, it's like every single one's just better and better and better and better. And you always yeah. think of better ways to do it, more cost-effective ways to do it. Um, and, you know, you just get, 
you get better and that's what experience does and that's you know talking about sort of mentors and coaching that's that's all you're buying really is the yeah. experience that you Definitely. can't buy because you can't buy it well you can't buy it but it needs to be from someone else you can't yeah. like, just buy it and put it in yourself so um i think if i sort of go through what we're doing more on a daily basis just to keep the business running mm. is the advice i would give out to others is don't chase the money yeah chase the reviews chase the service you're going to give to your to your clients and your guests and things because ultimately they're the ones that are going to attract you more business going forward by yeah. leaving you a great review or return back to you because they're working in the area so that's what you should be chasing and the money will just come yeah 100 i think yeah if you chase value or you, you offer value you know money, money comes towards you when you chase money as you say it, it doesn't come so um what would be i guess just as we wrap up here what would be um your key lessons that you've learned over the last couple of years? Um, key lessons. I would say um, if you're, if you're a family person and you know, you've got you know, your partner and your kids around you and you're putting them through the ringer because all you want to do is focus on what you're learning on, keep them in the loop, keep them on board, mm. make sure they understand what you're doing because ultimately yeah you're doing it for you guys aren't yeah, you? yeah yeah um number two would be to just be persistent because you're gonna get a lot of no's you're gonna get a lot of <laughs> you know l- laughs in your face like yeah. you're talking rubbish you don't know what you're doing you're gonna get all these types of people that you're gonna come up against that are just gonna refuse you basically mm-hmm. so just be persistent and just keep going for it um look after your health yeah if anything like the way my business has just gone boom because i've looked after myself yeah um that would obviously be another key factor for me um and put yourself in a position where um other people are ahead of you Mm. because that's the only way yeah yeah for sure cool awesome well we're gonna uh, crack on do a bit more stuff today and and crack on but uh, thanks for listening as always um If you have enjoyed the show, then um, leave us a review and subscribe, and we'll be back uh, fairly soon with another episode. Thanks.